Major Katsuragi, we understand you refuse to allow the interrogation of the only actual participant in this incident, the pilot of Unit 1. Yes, sir. His emotional state is far too unstable. It would not be in our best interest to have him stand here. Then we'll direct our inquiry to you as his representative. Tell me, is it plausible the Angels were attempting to establish communication with mankind in this incident? I did not get that impression from reviewing the subject's report. My assessment is this was a freak accident. You assume his memories of this incident are accurate. His memory has no signs of alterations by external factors. The Ava's AC recorder was offline. We cannot confirm anything. Could it be the Angel became interested in the human psyche with the heart feels? I cannot confidently answer that question. Do Angels possess the facility for sentience? Can they understand human thought? We don't know the answers to these questions. This incident has a new element. The Angel attempted to incorporate an Ava within itself. Our projections indicate there'll be attacks from a 13th Angel and beyond. Is this a prelude of things to come? Our analysis of their behavioral patterns indicate the Angels do not coordinate their actions. Indeed. It is clear they act independently from one another. At least until now. What do you mean by that, sir? You are not permitted to ask questions. Yes, sir. That is all. You may go. Sir. Fuck music. I sure love that anime. She's a great girl. <laughs> Can he understand human thought? It's Bill. Uh, no. Not, not usually, no. His memory has no sign of alteration by external factors. He's Matt. I have my suspicions that that's a total lie, but uh, I, nothing concrete. And I'm attempting to establish communication with mankind. Uh, by starting with us? Have a nice day! <laughs> we communicated with mankind. We did communicate with mankind. This is I true. think you liked oh, you better yeah, than me. you did. You went yeah. to see Mankind. The Mick Foley. The professional wrestler. Wrestler. Months ago at this point. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi-de-ho. Welcome to another episode of Teeny Japanese. This week we are reviewing episode 17 of Rhythm City Casino. No, we're not. That's what the, the ticket the bill just held up just said. Uh, no, we uh, we are reviewing episode 17 of Neon Genesis Evangelion. We are making our way through. And uh, folks, I love to say it, but I feel like we might have another pretty good episode on our hands. Uh, the episode is a bill week. Bill, what's this episode called? The Fourth to be Qualified. All right. That is what we're we'll reviewing this week. But before we jump into this episode, this is the part of the show where we do nerd news or other random things ah. um, and just kind of catch up. I've got some nerd news. Do tell. That's worth mentioning that I don't know. It'll be out of date by the time this comes out, but I'm very excited. So I'm going to talk about it. Uh, this morning, uh, Sunday, the February 27th, was the uh, it is officially Pokemon Day, which is the day in which uh, the is the anniversary of the first uh, red and 
Green games uh, coming out in Japan for the Game Boy way back in the day. And every year they do announcements, the Pokemon company does. And there was a whole bunch of announcements. The one I'm most excited for is a brand new set of games, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet are the names of the games. Have no context for why they're called that, um, but we got to see some little bit of gameplay uh, and Game uh, Freak, which is the company behind Pokemon, has said that it will be a fully open world game, um, even more so than the last one. I saw you post something about the, the purple and scarlet. Yeah, violet, violet, violet and scarlet. And scarlet. Those really, to me, feel like royal colors. They do. Is there a king of Pokemon? There's not. Although the last game, it was set in a like pseudo England or UK. Yeah. So like there was like some some theming that had to do with like crown. Like there was like the crown tundra and other like things that like were like connected to like that sort of feel. But what I saw from and I've been reading, it kind of seems like they're using Spain uh, or Portugal as like their influence. For the set of games, the Iberian so, Peninsula, in general. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what they do. Pokemon, Pokemon games typically will pull from um, some region of the world. We've seen the UK, we've seen um, Hawaii, uh, the Hawaiian Islands used. Um, obviously, p- uh, parts of Japan, France, I think was was used for one game as well. Uh, so we'll we'll see how this one turns out. Uh, there's three adorable starters. There's a a fire crocodile looking thing. There's a grass-type wolf, and then there's uh, this uh, amazing, and then uh, an adorable water-type duck, which would be weird if a duck was another type, but I guess there's a fire duck. But anyway, like, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Pokemon games come out uh, late 2022, so they're cranking out yet another uh, Pokemon game this year, and you know that I'll buy it. For Switch? For Switch? Maybe I will. If if there's, like, multiplayer with you i think there is some elements of multiplayer obviously but uh i i still stand by you might enjoy arceus uh just because of the open world breath of the wild ish kind of feel to it i'm having trouble understanding how it's breath of the wild with pokemon is all that's fair no, that's like, fair. I, I don't grasp that i want a sword that's, damn it that's that's true and that's a glider true. no sword involved yeah, that's minor news aside from that the only other thing i'm going to mention is uh i've i started listening to a new podcast Marvel's Wastelanders series. Okay. Uh, which is, I'm just listening, I'm like five episodes in, listening to the first arc, which is Old Man Star-Lord. Huh. Ah. And it's 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 very interesting. It's essentially Star-Lord and Rocket um, coming back to Earth after a long absence to find that it's been taken over by Doctor Doom. Mm-hmm. He'll do that. He will. And all the other heroes are essentially gone, it seems What like. that Doom do? What that doom do? <laughs> how many how many old uh, old so and so titles does this make that they've put out? I think this is like the yeah, third one, know. maybe. I'm almost certain there's an old man Deadpool, and obviously Lo- Logan being the first one. Yeah. yeah, I think there might even be an old man Hulk. Uh, there, it looks like this whole series like follows different heroes that survived Doom's attack. So like, there's Star Lord, Hawkeye, Black Widow. As well, old man Black Widow. <laughs> old man Black Widow. There have been some changes in that character. <laughs> yeah, so it uh, it started off a little, a little slow. wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but now that's I've I'm like several episodes in. I, I highly recommend it. Cool. 
Uh, that that's my stuff. I don't know who's got who's got something. Anyone got something? I was gonna say real quick that one of my favorite comic book covers is of old man Logan, but you know Scotty Young who does the young versions of the characters. No. Okay, look him up. Scotty Young, great great artist, really does the uh, chibi little kid style art very well. Oh, okay. And one one of his one of his cover is a uh, variant covers was a uh, old man Logan, but he's a young kid. <laughs> There's just something weird about that. Like uh, he says on the cover, "Young old man Logan don't even make sense, just shark jumper." <laughs> so good. Okay. Love it. Nerd news. Nerd news. Nerd news. Here we go. Here we go. Are you ready for it? Uh, I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> There's a new anime adaptation of Spice and Wolf coming. <laughs> Bill, Bill's making a face. Uh, hey. Okay. For the, those that. <laughs> For those that may not know anything about Spice and Wolf, what is Spice and Wolf? Spice and Wolf is a series of light novels turned into an anime that came out in the, uh, like, 2008 or something like that. It's set in a fantasy world, and there's a merchant named Lawrence who runs into a wolf goddess named Holo, or Horo, depending on your translation. Holo. Honestly, it's... It's... An economics lesson, <laughs> really, is what it is. <laughs> I love watching Bill's face sometimes when we talk about anime. But it's really good. Uh-huh. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they, of course, made the anime before the light novels had been finished. Mm. Uh, so now the, they are finished. And, and they're having a new your- series is coming, and I am quite excited for it. Yes, they're heavy novels I now, Bill. I can't wait to learn about money again. And, you know, hope that uh, Lawrence and uh, Horo Holo actually uh, build their relationship. That sounds like an interesting pitch. I, I, I'll i admit I also am not familiar with Spice and Wolf. Is this a dude begging a wolf at a bank? Those are not light novels. Those are I mean, I mean, individually they're light, but... <laughs> that's fair. That's yeah, fair. there's, like, there's eight, 17 total novels in the series. So that's some exciting anime-related news. Bill, anything for us this week, or should we get into the episode? I don't know how much crossover we have, but uh, our friends over at Happy Jacks have had some changes announced this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's worth. I think it's worth mentioning real quick. The longtime main host, Stu Venable, has uh, stepped down as main host and handed the reins of the show over to uh, Kimmy. Also a long-time co-host of the show. Happy Jack's podcast is a tabletop RPG-based podcast. Yep. They've done several um, spin-off uh, episodes with like like actual plays. The show has evolved quite a bit. I have I've not really listened a lot to it in recent years, but I think for Bill and I, when it comes to podcasts and influences, it's probably one of the first major podcasts to like get us listening and you know probably bring us to where we are today absolutely correct um and any chance you might uh go back to listening now that the format is and lineup is changing so drastically i don't know i might uh i might give it a a new uh kind of a new listen once they once they kind of restart you know and uh kind of give it a new listen to see who's all on there and see if uh we get some interesting new fresh perspective perspective yep well, with that, I think it's time we get into this week's episode. It's episode 17. We're flying through these episodes. 
kind of. Uh, <laughs> hey, Bill, it's your week. Hi. Tell us what happens in episode 17. Uh, we start out with Masato in Spotlight being grilled by a council. It should be Shinji here, we think. I, I think that's the end. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know that they actually ever say. They just say the pilot. So knowing where the episode goes, I'm now wondering if maybe Shinji wasn't the one. Either way, she won't let that person be here because of their mental state. I'm going to assume it's Shinji because in the last episode, he got pulled into that weird yeah. space and then... The Darak Sea. Yeah, got, got fucking just completely mind-fucked from that whole experience. Right, that was my assumption too, but it's hard to assume anything is linear in this anime sometimes. Correct. Yeah. This, is, this is true. You know, I kind of like these interrogation scenes where someone's being interrogated, but you don't see who's doing it. It's a good way, good way to save on animation. It is, yeah. Fair. Hell, she's in silhouette, so you don't... There's quite a bit of that in this episode. <laughs> so that kind of does go into what they were saying then, that the angel apparently tried to take over an Ava. I guess that's when the Ava got pulled into the Diac Sea. They're thinking that was the that was the angel trying to take over. Um, although Masada says yes. they don't, she doesn't think that's what happened. And they also think that a fourteenth is showing up, even though angels don't typically collaborate. They really should start doing that. <laughs> yeah, they all showed up at once. You think <laughs> they'd win? I think they also dropped something about how this was the thirteenth angel attack. Uh, yeah, I think I think so. Or what they said at least was. A 14th is going to be showing up soon. Yeah, something like that. Um, this is when it cuts back and we see that Gendo is part of the council. What a reveal. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Gendo's doing some shady shit. Whatever. <laughs> no, so so what's interesting about this, this scene, too, is we know from the last episode that Masato is already is starting to not trust Nerve. Correct. So yeah. her stepping in and... Like, at one point, she tries to, like, counter and ask, like, a question. They're like, you're not meant to ask questions here, Miss, Miss Masato, you're or whatever. not allowed she to apologize. ask Yeah, she was fairly hostile towards them, and they to her. She definitely was. Which kind of ties into uh, Gendo and Ritsuko talking last episode about how, like, I think she's starting to suspect something. Frankly, I don't know how she went into this whole thing without suspecting something. I mean, this is a shady, shadowy organization you belong to, Misato. I mean, literally. <laughs> They backlight her with yes. a spotlight. That's the only thing on the room. It's literally shady. <laughs> uh, so we cut over to a scene of Suzuhara uh, walking down the hallway. And I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure the voice actresses talking were Ritsuko and Masato. Although yeah, they're not so. supposed to be them. They're supposed to be nurses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fill in a few Yeah, lines. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, those aren't them. I mean, they are, but they aren't. <laughs> It's just nurses talking about what a good big brother he is coming to see his sister twice a week. Yeah. There aren't many boys like that anymore. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, he only comes to see her twice a week. He loves her that much. <laughs> At least twice At a least week. Tw <laughs> At least twice a week. <laughs> got that school in he's got to do, too. So. Yes. Yep, yep. And that's all that. His sister apparently got more messed up than I ever thought. Yeah, she apparently got... She didn't get, like, Shinji messed up and just stare at the wall ceiling for a while and leave. Nope. In that that's all that scene is. Um, yeah, no, it's all it's an establishing shot. Yep. And for for Suzuhara who becomes the central figure of this episode. We don't know that yet. Sorry. Spoilers. I don't think we even really truly know it in this episode. I mean we do know it, but I don't think we actually get told it. We didn't get tell get told it. We didn't get told it. 
<laughs> and I didn't I didn't figure out that they uh, almost practically told us until like my second viewing. <laughs> Ray and Gendo are just she's being robotic and he's being kind of creepy to her. Is this the scene where Risco gives like a dirty look? I think so. I know like like there was like something where like he's like let's go get lunch or something and she like like shot a weird look. Maybe it might be later. Yeah. There's a lot of weirdness. Like like quit having lunch with that girl. Yes. The nerd friend, I can't remember what his name is. Kensuke. 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 He is off school because he's looking at some kind of ship. He's like, what, Boy Scout training for war or something? Yeah. Right? Something. Oh, oh, yeah. He likes to he likes to uh, do war games by himself because nobody else will play with him. <laughs> it's an important no- note for his character for next episode. So just something worth mentioning now. And then we cut back to Nerve HQ where they talk about something called the second branch vanishing. I feel like we had a little bit of knowledge of this, that like there were other Avas that were being produced elsewhere outside of Nerve. Like the fact I that, don't like, remember that. Asuka's, like, like the fact that Asuka's unit had to be like brought into Nerve. Yeah, other, other than hers was in yeah. Germany. That's all I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and th- and I think this happened in Germany too. This this incident. No, this was in America. Yeah. Oh, this was America. This yeah. was in America. Oh, there's something. Germany gets brought up again for a different unit. Got it. Um, in fact, they give us the um the overhead satellite cameras of the second branch, the countdown, and then it disappearing, vanishing, and it's in Nevada. So I'm not sure it's not Area 51. Yeah. Right. If you've ever gone on Google Maps and looked at the whole Groom Lake stuff that's there, it looks a lot like that. That's kind of a neat Easter egg. If so. Then again, it's Nevada, and it's just stuff on Google Maps in Nevada, so everything probably looks like that. But yeah. <laughs> Conspiracy Weirdo coming out here. They were building Evas at, <laughs> at Area 51. Oh, yes! That's why you have to do Rudo Run to get past the cards. Oh, I, I want to believe... <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe. No, give me, give me, give me aliens over angels any day. Is that L- little that column A? Little in, the, in the in the alien series, angels versus Ava or aliens. <laughs> That'd be a Not short series. S- aliens aren't that big. Until <laughs> facehugger gets on one of them. Oh, oh shit. shit! And we and we know that thing is oh. oh. That's so cool. I love it. I want to see this movie. I want to see Aliens vs. Angels. It's It's got to happen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Asylum Pictures has one. <laughs> you were probably Dude, right. after seeing the trailers for the Chip and Dale movie, it doesn't sound like shock me about anything they put out at this point. This is correct. When this second branch in Nevada just disappears, they tell us that Ava Unit 4 vanished with it. Now, we know this episode is the fourth child, or the fourth qualified, yeah. but... We start counting at zero. So <laughs> so we have zero, one, two, and then four disappeared. Right. But there's also a three. They also mentioned three. So I know they eventually do, but it was like, we jumped right to four? What the fuck? <laughs> so. Yeah. And don't forget that uh, thousands of people also vanished. Yes. Into what they had. like s- 89, an 89 kilometer circumference or something from the blast area well it wasn't a blast it just disappeared they they assume it was um the dirac sea that did it uh or uh, a dirac sea i'm not sure yeah is there only one is there multiple seas 
that's when we learned that Unit 3 is coming to Japan from America. Uh, America has been like, right. well, when do you cause some trouble? So uh, you're getting deported. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They also mentioned something that I think is the first time we're hearing it, the uh, S2 drive. Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't really follow, but yes, they mentioned it. Yeah. Neither did I. It's a big loss, apparently. Yeah, uh, I mean, they do talk later in the episode about the idea of, like, having humans versus not, like, like having some sort of, like, AI or whatever, like, in the machine to run it. So I don't know if that had something to do with it. Like, they were developing and trying to figure out how to run the, the pilot, or without a pilot, maybe. Which is something that, like, Nervous trying to figure out, too, but... They bring that up later, too. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Very soon. Right after they say they're bringing Nerve, uh, Unit 3 in... That's when Ritsuko talks about the dummy plug they're going to put in. Um, it's like the like the other plugs, but it it has Ray's personality in it. Yes. Which, yeah. what personality? Seems like a bad idea. <laughs> There's not much there. But it doesn't have her heart and soul to connect with the Ava. But the Ava won't know that. It'll just see that it has somebody in there. So, so they say. So they say. I'm sure that won't have, be any problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> No, no. Sure nothing will come of that at all. Um, and then back to Suzuhara, sitting in front of a bunch of snacks. He's got all the food. Not real healthy food, he though. Loves, it's just a bunch he of like. Loves lunch. It's a bunch of like his favorite time of pork the day. rinds and candy bars, and like there's no like sandwiches or sushi or it's just garbage. It's like that little candy shop we used to have at high school. <laughs> just yes. eating garbage. Yes. So, <laughs> so did it look better or worse than the stuff we had to have to eat in high school? Mm, I don't know. It looked about the same. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, that 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 about tracks. That about tracks. It was. We had a candy shop that was just candy bars oh, and, yeah. and nerd ropes and. Oh man, I got so much nerd rope. Yep. How's the food? Mmm, putrid. <laughs> <laughs> we cut over from his uh, pile of garbage to Oscar yelling at Shinji for not packing her lunch yeah she's really pissed she's about it super pissed i guess that was his job this week like i mean like they they do was it they have different like okay they have, they have like a schedule of like chores and, and and things to do in the house so maybe they have that like set aside scheduled like you know this is your week to get lunch together i'm so used to her being an entitled asshole that i just assumed she was being an entitled asshole i just assumed that Shinji forgot because he's forgetful and had went through a really traumatizing experience and wasn't and isn't like figuring things out again Fair uh, or she's just being a terrible uh, yeah I, I think it's probably split the difference she's being terrible when she should be giving him at least a little bit of slack for that whole experience i'm pretty sure he's like does it out of the kindness of his heart <laughs> probably true as i i don't think she has any place complaining about it but you know it also seemed they also in that same scene kind of <clears throat> put more uh, emphasis on the possibility that she's pissed because she maybe really likes the food he makes, but she can't tell him any, <sighs> but she can't give him any actual compliments. Well, that would be, yeah, that would be unheard of. And then we go to the best part of the episode on Ritzko's desk. Her salt and pepper shaker are a white cat and a black cat. She's got a, Little condiment, oh. Artemis and Luna. 
I thought the same thing. <laughs> I thought that okay. it was, I thought this was a little nod to Sailor Moon. I she, I didn't realize she was this into cats, by the way. I know because there's a mug that uh, just says cat, 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 yep. cat. But even she hates the recent movie Cats. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. Uh, yeah, she is apparently a cat lady. Also in their Chippendale Rescue Ranger trailer, the cats from the live action Cats. Uh, I know. No. Why? I know. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, I guess, is this why she can't have children? Like, she's just a crazy cat lady? Like, she's resigned herself to cat mamahood? No, I mean, that's not why she can't. Maybe that's why she is, like, cat mama. Uh, or, or... Cat mama. I honestly didn't think about any of this because I didn't really notice. <laughs> <laughs> There's cats everywhere. It's great. I want that mug that just says cat, 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 with one drawn cat. I'm struggling with this anime, so my mind is drifting. (laughs) I'm like, hey, look, kitties. I like kitties. (laughs) Yeah, trying to make things more interesting. I understand. Yep. Uh, We learned that a fourth child, the fourth children, was found. And Masato was not informed. Crackpot theory. Okay. All these children are gendos. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I mean that's not that crackpot of a theory he's a bit of a deadbeat so that works <laughs> yeah I could just see him flinging jizz around the uh, Avis oh stop saying flinging jizz around <laughs> that's not even the first that... time I said flinging jizz around the day <laughs> oh my god all right, Shinji's mom found out about all the others and that's why she had to disappear oh lord alright what happens next Bill what happens in this scene? Yeah, Masada was not informed, and she's all pissed about that. And we learned two big things. We learned that the fourth children is somebody we know because all of the candidates to be the children's have been put together in one school. Yeah, that's wild. Did they say that? Yeah. Well, maybe not exactly that way, but yeah, they, they gathered all the candidates together uh, in one place. Oh, oh, that totally went over my head. Yeah, that went over my head too. Yep. They didn't. I don't think they ever actually spelled out they're all in the school together. But huh. I mean, where else are they gathering a bunch of kids? Makes sense. That's crazy. Scary sense. And then we cut over to uh, the what's her name class rep, and she's very demanding for Suzuhara. She's like, Ray is absent, and here's a bunch of printouts, and you have to take it to her. And he's like, <laughs> the female rep has to do that. And then apparently that was Asuka, and she's gone. Mm-hmm. And then she hints, uh, well, if you don't want to go by yourself... Uh, he says, which was kind of weird in its own right, but I understand that like there's some there's some social stuff there. or Because he goes, I can't go to a girl's place by myself. Shinji can go with me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's all like, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I guess Shinji's been there before. Yes. Boy, has he. Sure. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Let's just hope we can avoid any awkward scenes this time. Yeah, because they walk up to the door and, and he's like, we can't just go. Obviously, she doesn't answer the door because she doesn't answer the door. And Shinji's going to go in and, yeah, Suzuhara's like, we can't go into a girl's place alone. And Shinji's like, Shinji's like, been there, yeah, done that. Bitch, watch this. <laughs> so they're inside, they drop the stuff off. And then Shinji's just like, you know what? I'm going to clean. It's nice of him. Uh, Suzuhara gets up. some really bad moments here. Because when they first walk in, he's like, a girl lives here? It's so filthy. <laughs> and then when uh, Shinji starts to clean up, he goes, 
That's not a man's job. Men don't yeah. clean. Yeah. They they kind of increased the factor of that in in the uh, English version. Oh, did they? Okay, I didn't. It was like in the in the Japanese. He he he. I mean, he. It's not as still bad, but he just says, uh, "I'm a man, not a maid." Oh, okay, yeah, and that one's he's like. And Shinji comes back with the, uh, yeah, I'm sure Masato would be real happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah. That's when Ray pops in. Boop. And she's just completely unfazed that there are two guys in her apartment. Yeah, that's normal. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but she does get all bashful and shy when he she realizes that Shinji's been cleaning. Yeah, does something, does something really kind for her. You know, right under the, uh, the, the trust of drawers. You know what he finds under there? Oh, what does he find? A break card. <gasps> wow! Bienvenidos a la break card. My name is Andy, and you're listening to another episode of Tuning Japanese. I want to thank you all for hanging out with us this week yet again. We are recording some new episodes, trying to get to the end of Evangelion for you, the listener. So I hope you have enjoyed our most recent releases, our discussions of this particular anime. Once we wrap up Season 7, we'll be doing a few summer viewing episodes before we start work and releasing our Season 8 episodes. It's going to be another Bill choice, so we'll see what he comes up for in that season. Knowing Bill, it'll probably be awesome. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us and supporting us. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can head to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese, where we just released a brand new episode of Tuning In. This time around, we were talking about Bill's choice of food wars. And if you've never seen it, it's an interesting anime. So if you want to hear our takes on the weirdness that is that first episode of Food Wars, you can head again to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to listen to that right now. More important than anything, though, tell people about our show. We'd love to have more people join us, listen to our uh, recordings, not just of Evangelion, but going back to some of our old series where we talked about Excel Saga or Trigun or Gurren Lagann or any of the other series that we have tackled episode by episode on this podcast. We appreciate you, and it's word of mouth, really, honestly, that helps us the most. That and leaving reviews on Apple Podcast, on Stitcher, or wherever it is that you listen to this episode today. Speaking of reviews, I want to say a big thanks to Andrew Caswell, one of our patrons who left a review not too long ago, saying this was his favorite or the best podcast he's ever listened to. Thank you so much, sir. We really appreciate you and everyone else that listens to and supports our show. Let's head back into our review of Evangelion and see what the heck's going to happen next. Spoiler, it's a sad ending. This has been a fun break card. <laughs> hey, we're back from the break card. I love a good break card segue. Thanks, Bill. Yep. Part two, fourth children. Yes. Hey, that multiplies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gendo and Vice Gendo are talking about Bibles some more. Uh-huh. Yeah, we get, we got to get our, our, our dose of uh, Christianity. I haven't had that yep. in a while. Like, barely Christianity. Like, just saying things that might be in the Bible. <laughs> Gendo doesn't care about the attack. 
and he really is only worried about Unit 1 and the data, the backup data from before the attack that was stored in Germany. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, again, he's with the, I only care about Unit 1. Yeah, we saw that, what, last episode, too, or yeah. one of the last episodes where, where they just ejected Unit 1 to save him. Yeah. I don't like any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Knit 1, Pearl 2. Kaji is being a super creep to the uh, the one short-haired girl that works yes, at Maya. Yes, he is. Maya. And Masato shows up pissed. Because aren't they kind of dating? Kind of. But she's actually more mad about uh, the fourth children and not being told and what the Murdoch Institute knows and all that stuff. Yeah. Other than, like, telling him, don't bother that poor girl. Yeah. Like, that's all she really... Otherwise, she's bad about all this other stuff. Yeah, and the reveal of uh, Adam in at the end of the previous episode, or whatever mm-hmm. one it was, yeah, this, <laughs> that Adam in the basement. Yeah, that kind of that kind of put the kibosh on their uh, the relationship they were having up to that point, or starting to rekindle at least. If anything, that might tell you that's why she's not cared about him flirting with that girl because she that's how mad she is about this. That she doesn't even give a shit about the relationship stuff. And that's when he, he comes clean with Masato, that the Marduk Institute doesn't exist. <gasps> it's just nerve. Just nerve. It's nerve or nothing. Yep. <laughs> it's nerve and nothing else. Yeah. I'll say we've made yes. that joke before. I think that's an episode title. It is. But I'm sure. First episode title. Okay. Call back. So she leaves uh, just in time for Shinji to show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Kaji tells Shinji, like, hey, let's have a drink. Not okay. Because <laughs> Shinji's like, I'm not old enough to drink. <laughs> Wait, is that what happened? I think in the in the, in the in the English he says, like, I'm not a woman. <laughs> oh, like, no, you're right. That is what he says. Like, but I'm not a girl. Just... Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm not a girl. Definitely uh, my favorite line from Shinji so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got Kaji pegged. And Kaji's like, I don't care. <laughs> no, but it is not great that he takes 14-year-old Shinji for a drink to his romantic secret garden in the moonlight. <laughs> I, I didn't put it together in my mind like that, and uh, but now that you've done it for me, yo, wow. It's, uh, I mean... Pretty much what I'm here for. Huh. <laughs> It's a thing of beauty. And Shinji's like, I thought you had a way better, your reputation was way better than the shit you're pulling. <laughs> Not living up to that name. Yeah. And they kind of back and forth talk, you know, Kaji talks to you, you've been hurt and that hurt comes from caring and that's not a weakness. Excuse me, my phone's ringing. It's Masato calling Kaji uh, to pull Shinji right then and now for a sync test. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which doesn't go well. Watermelons. Who knew? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are those watermelons? Ooh. <laughs> uh, Kaji's all about those melons. Oh, fuck. You ain't wrong. He's going to make him wear them. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sink test. Yes. And then we're back to school. We see the same 2A school sign, like, over and over and over and over again this episode. Yes, it's it's a centering sort of like shot. And I'm going to take a moment here to not deviate from the episode, 
but to deviate from the course of plot to ask, I assume Matt really the question here because he's our he's our anime expert that can explain things to me. Okay. Are cicadas really that big of a fucking problem in Japan? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't know about them being a problem, but there sure is a heck of a lot of them all the time, okay. everywhere. We hear them constantly in this anime. And this isn't the only anime, but man, that background silence in this anime is just cicada screaming. So mm-hmm. I feel okay. like, I want, is that is that common in anime? Because like, I, I yeah, feel like very. that that's another anime too. It is. That's why I said, yeah, I've, I've seen it in other animes, but. That's wild. They lean on it hard in this one, which is why I stopped to say, because when we see the, the school sign, it, it, the, it's. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Sailor Moon does that a lot too. When it's summertime and the weather is hot, you can find cicadas all over the fucking place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that cicadas get their own their own theme song, their own little ditty. <laughs> Buy cicadas today. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> I once saved a child from a cicada. <laughs> saved? <laughs> well. It was she was a it was a toddler and she was under a table and there was a cicada in there and she got scared of it. Okay, so I got saved it. her from it. Got it. I think Thought I saved was... a cicada from a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't pull swings off. <laughs> Suzuhara is being called to the principal's office. What did you do? Yeah, Kensuke's yeah. like, what'd you do now? They should have just had the whole class go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Yeah, as the resident teacher of this podcast, I hate that. Do they still do that? They yeah, they, of course they do. And I'm like, not stop it. All of you stop. <laughs> I, I I thought maybe that went away with, after our generation. No, no, they still do. They still do. Oh. We cut over to uh, Shinji talking to... What the fuck his name is? I, again, I forgot. Kinsuke. Kinsuke. And Kinsuke has apparently learned that Unit 3 is being shipped to Japan. Okay, Kinsuke knows everything. Uh-huh. And Shinji knows nothing. And he's asking Shinji to fill in the gaps of his knowledge, to which Shinji's like, I don't know shit, man. I don't know any of this. Now, how did he find out these things? Because he was looking at a boat, apparently, in the beginning. Remember, he was gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He was gone boat watching. It was oh, that's right. secret. He said that, I bet, but his secret, co- what he was secretly doing, though, was finding out information. Because that's what a Kinsuke do. <laughs> He found out the information on the boat. Possibly. And then he's like, I want to be a pilot. You think they'll let me drive it? (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) And then he lets it slip that Unit 4 was delisted. And Shinji's like, Unit 4? I never felt closer to the kid. Neither one of us knew existed. (laughs) Yeah. Then we have Suzuhara returning to class. Yeah, on my second watch before we started... Uh, was the first time that I realized that when he went to the principal's office, we heard Ritsuko's voice. Yeah, it was from Ritsuko, inside. Yeah. Yep, she was there to talk and talk talk to him about the program. Yeah, yep. I wish I'd recognized it was her when I did my reaction video. <laughs> Which is why I assume he stayed so late. Like he was already on duty. I guess I don't know what that means. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, you have to be a night security guard at schools too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's just like really really late to the point that they're sending out the message like all students get the fuck out um and that's when uh class rep shows up and she's like i noticed you always eat shit for lunch (laughs) 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 i eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast 
<laughs> she's like looking at her toes and, and yeah. looking back and forth like I can make food for you. She's like I have an older sister and a younger sister and these are their names and I and Bill has already forgotten them and <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even bother making a note. Yeah, and she's like I make so much food and sometimes I don't have I have some left over. And he's like that's really fucking wasteful. I'll go ahead and eat it for you if you want. <laughs> so wasteful. If you want. Help you, I'll help you out and eat it. <laughs> that's the most, oh, thank you. That was the, that's the most awkward, let me make dinner for you scene I've ever seen in anything. Yeah. That just kept getting cringier. Yeah, no, for real. And it didn't get better. Like, it, there was no, like, payoff. Like, oh, it was just like, ugh, go, stop. <laughs> yeah. Go home. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we cut to Kaji, who's working on a computer with the, the sync data. Again, this is weird with him. Asuka comes in, she's all like, tackle hug, and like, dives on him. Yeah, Kaji's like, get the fuck off me, you teenager. Yeah. Well, no, it's not even that he says, get off me. He says, not right now. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Quit bugging me, girl. I can get arrested and go to jail later. Get off me. I got busy. I got work to do now. It's like, he's just sick and tired of her always coming on to him like that. Yeah. Oh. See, I took it as, like, he's fine with it. He's just busy. No, I, no, I, I kind of agree I, with Matt. It, it comes across as, like, a, hey, this you got to, enough's enough. Like, he just, like, reached his limit with that at that moment. Okay. Yeah, that's how I took it. I still have him in my head as being a creeper, so to me it was just like, I'm busy. Uh, come be gross with me later. <laughs> well, despite what we may think, he he does appear to have age standards. When she hugs him, she looks over his computer and sees the screen and gets super mad like, him? Why is he a pilot? We have one quick shot of uh, Ava Unit 3 being shipped over from America. It's got like a cloak or a hood or something like draped over it. Yeah, it's on a cross. I still think there's got to be a better way to carry those things than hanging straight down like that. Uh, just, that's you'd, not you'd, good packaging. You'd think so, but, I mean, come on, Jesus, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We see the class rep cooking shortly, and then cuts over to uh, Suzuhara going to take a basket, and he just kind of stands there and freeze frame for a few minutes before taking the shot, and the episode ends. Weird ending. It's uh, leading into a kind of a two-parter. Oh, the next so. episode we'll find out if it goes in. No, the, he made the shot last. He made the shot. It went in. It did. He bounced off the backboard, so uh, I won't give him the high, highest marks. I didn't. I didn't remember it. Not. I didn't remember it going in. I thought he cut right when he took the shot. But I'm not good at sports. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna watch Slam Dunk next. That's our next anime. Oh, I've always I wanted to see that, but never have. Horrified because I, I'm guessing that's a real thing. Yeah, uh, we're gonna. Oh, I'm gonna add that to my uh, list of uh, tuning in. I, I would definitely watch the first episode of Slam Dunk. There you go, Bill. We'll get you into sports anime. Uh, I don't think that's could end up being the oldest anime Bill's ever seen. It might be. That was episode 17 of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Now is the time where we talk about our overall thoughts on this episode. Bill, your episode, so you're up. Oh, no, he didn't like it. Let the record show that Bill has made a fart noise. (laughs) (laughs) Or raspberry. With his mouth. (laughs) Again, like nothing happened. Yeah. Like 30 seconds of content. And they're making a big thing. Like, we don't know who, like, 
Uh, God, I don't know. It's fucking nothing happened again. Sometime after this, I may have to introduce Bill to a show called Duel Parallel Trouble Adventure. Yes, yes, yes! Duel is amazing. Duel is amazing. Duel is one and, of my favorite uh, animes. A lot of people, myself included, say it's it's Evangelion, but done the right way. Yes, it is a much better version of Evangelion. I love Duel. So this isn't just me further tormenting <laughs> me. Matt actually is looking out for me here. Yeah. You're like, here, this is this, but better. And you're like, hey, let's watch a show about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what are your thoughts on this episode? Yeah, you know. Somebody's got my back. <laughs> nothing nothing much uh, really, really, really happened. But I, it flew by, I have to say. It was over before I knew it. Nobody has ever said that about a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me try and dig a little deeper then. Oh, it's... No, it's a perfectly uh, valid thing to say. I just want to point out, <laughs> nobody has ever said it just flew by when they were enjoying something. I did though. I wasn't. I was enjoying it. Don't know why, <laughs> but I was. <laughs> Mark my word, it was a good experience. I, I, <laughs> it was a. It was a weird epi- episode uh, for me. All. I guess when you get right down to it, this episode is more about what's not said than what is said. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is a this is a really good episode uh, in my estimation, and maybe it's only because it pairs really well as a two parter with the next one. Uh, and I yeah. think the next episode does a lot of the heavy lifting for this one. I did react back to back the other morning to this one and the next one. Yeah, I feel like it, it, if you sit down and you watch these two back to back, it it has more. It, it's better. This episode is better. And I did not. Yeah, and that's okay. I mean, we didn't make this a two part episode, and that's all right. I think it. I think if you give it a week, it'll pay off. I I I do believe it'll pay off. Okay, uh, but you'll have to rewatch it, <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that about does it for this week. For this episode of Tuning Japanese, uh, next week we are watching another episode of Neon Genesis Evangelion. It is Life and Death Decisions is the name of that episode. Before we get there, we've got to get out of this episode, which means that I'm going to send us home. Thank you once again for listening to Tuning Japanese, the podcast where three dudes talk about anime. I'm still attempting to establish communication with mankind. My name is Andy. My memory has no sign of alteration by external factors, as far as I know. I'm Matt. Will I ever be able to understand human thought? I'm Bill. We'll answer that question and more next time. I don't really care. Kisses. I was going to make another joke about Rasputin, but I don't think Russia's jokes are good right now. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on youtube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Special thanks to Brian Nash, Matthew Van Diver, Dan Park, and Andrew Caswell. 
Yeah. Um, since you're on duty for the week, be sure to get things in order and fill in the daily journal. I didn't eat lunch today. I'll do all that stuff when I'm done. I noticed you always buy your food at the school shop. Got no one at home that'll make it for me, so... Toji, I... Hmm? I have an older and younger sister. Their names are Kodama and Nozomi. I always prepare their lunch for them. Sounds like a real pain. So, uh, I know I might not look like it, but I'm actually pretty good at cooking. That's nice. And I usually have some food left over when I'm done. That's not good. It's a waste. Huh? I could eat the leftovers for you if you want me to. Huh? Mm -hmm. Thanks for the help.